Hey, how's it going? Good. I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Uh, 5,000 kilometers and I can't. We can Great. hear each other perfectly. Perfect. Okay. Well, I guess let's get started. Woo. Welcome to <laughs> Too Much Drag Race, a recap game within a game. Game within a game. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'm Claire. And, and I'm Robert. And we are two friends that talk a lot about RuPaul's Drag Race. And this came about because currently there are two seasons of Drag Race running and we just don't have the bandwidth to uh, watch uh, the UK Drag Race and Canada Drag Race. So we decided to make a fun game out of it where I will watch UK Drag Race. And Robert will watch Canada and we'll describe it to each other um, without the other one watching. And then <laughs> we thought, how fun would that be? Should we record it? I know everyone has a podcast, but why not us too? Oh, my God. I wanted to add something because yeah. I think it's really important for the listeners at home to know that one of the reasons that I am like able to comment on Canada's Drag Race is because I have so much Canadian heritage and so these are my people so I'm really excited to like cheer on my is that true yeah how did you not know this like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like half I'm half French Canadian and my grandfather used to always tell me that my mean streak which I know you know um, (laughs) (laughs) Robert (laughs) Roth comes from the French Canadian side Oh, that's hilarious. I think it's one of those things that I knew but didn't internalize, maybe. Well, um, I don't have, um, uh, I mean, I guess I have some uh, English and British in me, but I guess I would be able to comment on UK Drag Race, I guess, because my work office is technically out of London, so I go to London a lot. I speak to... Uh, people all over the United Kingdom all of the time, and I guess I'm dating a British man. So oh that yes. works. So you're, that, in cu- you're in the cultural cashment at this point. Sure, sure, sure. So <laughs> I might, I might know a little bit more of the of the things than your average American, but I still don't know all of the references. Um, cool, yeah. And I was thinking we probably don't want to go into too much uh, about ourselves. Because that would be like just a conversation between the two of us and no one would want to listen to that. But we could maybe <laughs> do like a fun fact about us. So a fun fact for me is that I work and live normally in New York City. I live in Brooklyn, but um, I'm from Arkansas. And then Robert is also from Rogers, Arkansas, but lives in Munich, about to move to Berlin. So that's a cute little fun fact about us. Uh, wir leben in Deutschland. Yes. Feel free to pepper in any French and German throughout. <laughs> um, I will spare you my naturally. British accent, though. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it means, like, naturally, of course. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, let's get started. So today I'm going to recap for you. Episode one of UK uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so, well, if I'm going on too long, please just uh, 
let me know um because no i mean very long episode it was 111 uh minutes and there are i think more uk queens than typically have been on the last two seasons i mean like lay it on me because i've been under embargo about like not looking at anything just so i can hear like your hilarious takes yeah, serious I, takes right sure, but, sure sure on all of this so i'm a blank slate give it to me great okay so first was a mini recap of last year um and i have to say i am a really big lawrence cheney fan i think the win was well deserved but i think you can agree we were just blown away by bimini bomboolash last oh. year she was just i think the breakout <laughs> star that bacteria dress was what how do you that bacteria dress was was it was like you could put that on a runway it was great oh someone wore a red version of it to uh the met uh (sighs) get out yeah i'll have to send you the photo and i literally thought bimini it was epic uh gorgeous um but it's fantastic that you see something on a met red carpet and you think of a uk drag queen so incredible um of course they went over the gift again which bless them it is a trip to los angeles to create to have the chance to create a mini series and then of course they get the repeater badges because it's on the bbc and the bbc is government owned so they can't give the out beams. cash price <laughs> give out cash prizes <laughs> exactly the beebs <laughs> today our guests are um typically uh rupaul uh michelle visage um uh, what's his face? Graham Norton is also a judge this time around. And then the judge that I was really excited about, the extra guest judge, is Matt Lucas, who is on, he's a comedian and does a lot of improv, but he's also one of the current judges of Bake Off, which also just came back to Netflix. Or okay, I've never on... watched Bake Off. I don't even, is, is he like, is he gay? Is he attractive? Um, he is gay. Um, he, you've seen him before, I'm sure. He, uh, uh, looks like a grown baby. He's very bald with no eyebrows, with tiny glasses. I have not seen him. It sounds like he has a lot of personality and that's attractive. Yeah, he is. He is very, he's very funny. And so, yeah, that's very attractive. He that. was on, we do. He was on Little Britain USA though, I think. And Little Britain, I think that's the show, what the show's called. It's very, very funny. Very funny. Okay. Anyway, so well, We love excited. having you. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Matt Lucas. <laughs> okay, so then we have uh, the walk-ins, right? First walk-in is Veronica Green, which, um, if you'll remember, uh, couldn't come back to the second half of the uh, second season of UK Drag Race because she tested positive for COVID, poor thing. So it does seem like she's recovered. She walked in completely green with a blonde uh, wig, and a black sequin uh-huh. dress. It was very alphabet and wicked. Um, yeah. And we'll, I can we'll... picture this because I remember Veronica. And yeah. she she was like super talented. I really hope that over the past year she's able to like become more confident and at peace with herself. Um, I, we'll see. I, I'm she, interested in this narrative. So keep me updated yeah, on it. I will. I will. And I think she'll be kind of a... a uh, a really interesting watch as well. Just from this episode, um, she you can tell she already has a lot more uh, confidence this time around. And 
I think she's kind of respect has automatic respect from the other girls yeah, totally. um, because she's coming in as kind of, I've done this before. I know where to look. I'm used to the cameras. So I think it's going to be at least for her confidence, a much better um, experience for her because of that. Yeah. That automatic respect. She's, she's already receiving in this first episode. She's so, an old hand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Our next one is, Kitty Scott Claus, but if you say it fast, it sounds like Kitty's got claws. Okay. She is from Birmingham and she comes in blonde with all pink, very Elle Woods, natural makeup. Um, you know, I just watched Legally Blonde last night. Oh, uh, how funny. And she's also in a girl group with Cheryl Hole, which are okay. Essex. She's from Birmingham, but she's an Essex. Cheryl's obviously an Essex babe. So. Mm. Okay. That's always interesting. I always feel like it's interesting when we get those girl group dyma- dynamics thinking like Jan and Rose energy. So um, we'll see. She seems very sweet though. Um, next up is River Medway. She is from Kent um, and she's named after Kent's famous river because it's full of <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> like, I was about to say like that is not that's like a little too sincere for drag, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. She said because it's bullshit. <laughs> um, she's in a really gorgeous orange and light blue jumpsuit, uh, and she's teeny, teeny, tiny. Um, yeah, and when she's... you say tiny, like short or just like kind um, of like a very like a flyer, a cheerleader, flyer, cheerleader, very okay. thin, very tiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Next I can up. That. Yeah, next up is Scarlet Harlot. She is from East London. She's in Red Hair and Leopard. Mm-hmm. Says she's an actor. Um, Claire, do you remember when you had that flask that was called Charlotte the Harlot? Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> you got it for me for my birthday. I did. And you got it inscribed. Yes. That was, yeah, totally. I, was, was that was... my 21st birthday? I think it was because I had gone to Washington and Lee, and Lee at that point and everything was monograms and I like mm-hmm. latched onto that for a while. Oh okay. yeah. Oh, the preppy days, the preppy Robert <laughs> days. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You got me that silver uh, flask, big, a really big one, I think um, had it monogrammed and then we named it Charlotte the Harlot <laughs> and I would store it in my, uh, my jacket. <laughs> so tell me about Scarlet the Harlot. <laughs> Okay, so she said she's East London and has she has red hair and leopard. Um, uh, I'm I have written down that her mom wants her to say hello to her via a small signal, and then she shouts. So <laughs> I think she's fun. I think she's fun. I get a fun vibe on her. I'm picturing, I'm she's very like Davina Del Campo here. Uh, much younger. No okay. one has been. Everyone is pretty young thus far. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think if they're who are the older queens, but they're all kind of in there are two that are 19, um, but they're all in their 20s or early 30s. Um, mm. uh, I really like Scarlet, Scarlet Harlot, um, and we'll talk about her a little bit more, but uh, she's pretty cute. Um, okay, so moving on is Vanity Mellon. She's from South London. I love her accent. Um, she comes in in a really pretty rainbow feather dress. Uh, and then in her uh, confessional, she's got a red beanie and a leather jacket. She looks very Brixton. Um, mm, and I don't then, get the reference, but okay. 
Uh, Brixton is a uh, neighborhood in South London. And uh, she actually like just, we'll talk about it a little bit more when we do hometowns. So um, yeah, Brixton is a neighborhood in South London. I actually stayed there this April with my colleague. So I'm in with the Brixton homies. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So the next, oh, and her husband makes her costumes, which is um, sweet. It seems sweet. Um, then we have Ella Vade, but if you say it fast, it's like Ella Vade. She is from oh, Dagenham okay. East, and I Dagenham. I have no I feel, idea where Dagenham. I feel is. like I've been to Dagenham. I don't know why, but maybe in a past life, you know, one time I got lost in the North Yorkshire Moors, and so maybe I went to Dagenham. Oh, did you really? I had never told you this no. story. <laughs> when you got lost in the moors how um... yeah i was staying at a hostel and the owner like called the police on me because she thought i had disappeared <laughs> but really i had just gone to whippy which is this town on the store and on the shore and like met this group of like young youths and we just drank the night away oh how fun um lost in the in the moors how very weathering (laughs) heights of you (laughs) yes it was i am ashamed to admit that i've never read Wuthering heights so i can't give you oh well the moors are essentially a character in that and i'm gonna say i own it i've tried to read it multiple times but it is it's dense it's a dense read and i always am like just make it to the romance part it'll be great and i never can make it to the romance part it's on those it's one of those uh things that is on my list to finish one of these days uh <laughs> anyway moving on so that's i love a day uh she was wearing pink velvet she's working on the west end she has big blonde hair but this was her um uh she is also very cute as a boy like very very cute and um, uh, this is one of the questions that i wanted to ask you is like who's the trade of this season Ella of a day i would say Ella of a day is the trade um short brown hair <laughs> very cute face um, yeah I, I just want i just want like a full like word portrait of this yeah <laughs> this person I'll, you know what um during next week's episode i'll try to like really give you a rundown on 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 ella okay and like really describe uh, the trade and how hot he is okay so we'll yeah. put that on our notes for next time say so don't I had to talk about so many of them <laughs> this time around, but I will paint you a full word portrait well, I'm gonna just write out it's gonna be adjective city <laughs> yeah who okay. was the what was the name of the hot one last season uh Astina Astina Mandela Whew. Okay. Oh my gosh, yes. Ask the UK Tina. gets good, Pete. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We loved Astina. Oh, we love Astina. Okay. Um, so she was Ella Vade says she was on the West End on Wicked and Book of Mormon. Um, next up, who is uh my favorite so far. Her okay. name is Teresa May, like Chorizo, but with an mm-hmm. A. Like Teresa May. <laughs> oh my god, I just that okay. <laughs> And then it just made me giggle so much. <laughs> Theresa May. Um, okay. She's from Spain, um, but she lives in Newcastle. And her intro, get this, she got, comes in and she goes, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I'm obsessed with her so far. She's that my she's my favorite. She's my favorite. Okay. Oh, and she has a compelling story. Her boyfriend, I think, is currently in Spain, so they've been uh, apart during a lot of the pandemic. Very, mm. very, very kind. So she's kind of my favorite so far. Um, next up is Victoria Scone. Oh yes, and this is um, uh, the female um, uh, drag. The um, cisgender female uh what yeah did you not hear about this oh you know really your good for on. them i know it's so fantastic her name is victoria scone um she likes the ladies uh and yeah she's the first um cisgender uh female um drag queen so yeah and she's very camp uh she um it has really great big eyelashes and she's also one to watch. And we'll talk to her about her a little bit more too. And we okay, get good, into I have questions. Yeah. We will. We'll, uh, yeah. I don't want to ruin anything. Cause after I do the intro, I want to ask for predictions and then we'll get into everything else. Um, okay. okay. So next is Electra fence. Um, she comes in with a green neon wig. That's not great. And a bad uh, bodysuit. Can- with tiny sunglasses. Yeah. Um, um, w- she was electrocuted and landed in cow shit. That is what my notes say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I guess that happened to her. And she's only 5'2". Um, so she's very tiny. And uh, like tiny, 5'2". So, um, yeah. I just feel uh, like the wigs, the wigs are a tell. Yeah. 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 Um, although Tia Coffee was not great with in the wig department, and I she know. just had so much charisma that we loved her anyway. I know. Not anyways, did. right? Like I don't right. want to be one of those negative shows where we shit on people. No, like we're no. positive. Everyone's supportive. Like, um, oh yeah, we love all so, of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and Tia Coffee, another another fave from the last season um yeah so that's electra fence who is literally electrocuted uh, <laughs> and uh yeah she's still first outfit us. first outfit wasn't um wasn't wasn't it but uh we'll talk a little bit more about her because um yeah we'll talk a little bit more about her so next up is anubis um she has a lot of faux fur on her uh i love the name though anubis. it's so she's- literate yeah um she's only 19 and she like says that she presents herself as odd um and then uh next up is crystal versace again only 19 it gives me a kind of um uh aquaria vibes she walks in Mm. and says sex on legs has arrived and she's an all red mesh like very pretty uh she talks a little bit later um uh about the work she's had done and she's had her chin done her cheeks done her lips done um if not more and she looks great it's very well done but wow at 19 i mean work girl work i mean um her makeup though like she wanted to be a makeup artist and it is like so perfect and the work is for for being 19 like the work is really well done you know mm. i feel like sometimes when people get work done 
so young, they might um, not uh, do their research or uh, go to proper people. They might, you might go to a Botox party and get some filler by, you know. People do that? Oh, yeah. I don't know how it's regulated in the UK, but like, uh, it's, I mean, it all dissolves. It can dissolve. So it's not permanent, but yeah. The last thing that I want to do is to like go to someone's house and inject botulism poison into my face. Like, no, (laughs) take me to a doctor's office. I know. Um, Right. Right. Full disclose, I have Botox in my 11s. um, So I'm a big proponent of it. And I truthfully, like, um, if it makes her feel more confident, fantastic. And it's really well done. So I'm not mad at it, you know? No, no, I'm not saying that. It's like, it's not the Botox. It's like the at someone's party where like I don't know like yeah. what if someone like touches the needle and they have chips on them and then they yeah. like infects it's just not no oh, oh sorry I got too low on your eyebrow because I've had two glasses of uh wine <laughs> of cheap rosé before injecting you with needles <laughs> but um yeah she's very fashion forward um and again her taste level for 19 like big Aquaria vibes um mm. like very high level uh taste um charity case she comes in dressed as marie antoinette with a bloody mouth um so she's very um uh i think like kind of sharon needles jimbo vibes um yes she said she was in vogue she's been doing drag for five years um and we love the stars bring more okay yeah yeah um i would say like uh, Teetering on pretty costumey though, so um, we'll um, see how mm. she goes. Um, so it's not like a it's not elaborate. like a chic it's not like a chic Sofia Coppola Marie Antoinette. It's more like just costumey. Yeah, very costumey. Uh-huh. Um, with blood. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like one small detail. <laughs> okay, so those are the girls. We have one, two, Twelve, which is, I think, the most we've had on UK Drag Race before. Remember last? Yeah, normally spring... the seasons are quite small. Yeah, remember last spring? Season thirteen started. UK started before, or like a week after, and then ended before. <laughs> yeah, but 13 season thirteen, ended. like I think, is still going on. <laughs> there's some like phantom episodes still airing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They're just making Rosé lip sync for her life over and over and over again. Rosé would do it, though. Oh, I know. I know. God bless her. Um, Although I do think it was good because they did, since they were in quarantine for so long, I'm glad that they got three episodes worth of time, you know. Anyway, like I think about Kamora Hall and she made an impact even though she was first out. And so that's good. Yeah, if you're anyway. gonna go, if you're gonna be first out on the show, like do it like Kamora Hall. Like everyone, yeah. it was it was iconic. It was iconic. She's iconic. Great. Okay, so now I'm gonna turn it over to you. So uh, I have questions for you okay. and your predictions, just on the very limited. Gosh, I I should probably also send you the names just so you have the names. But first impressions. So, um, who's yeah? Give me your first so impressions. First impressions are I don't think. Uh, like, if you can come up with a name like Theresa May, I'm, and you're Spanish, I think, oh, my God, like, I've seen Spanish drag. Well, no, it was, like, in Bilbao, in, like, this gritty neighborhood, and it was very hairy, and mm-hmm. boobies were made out of balloons. But it was so funny. Um, and so 
I kind of am really excited to see like what a Spaniard brings just because um, I don't know, like it's, it's such a different thing. And like the name is really hilarious. Um, and then, I mean, I've just got to kind of vote for trade of the season. I mean, my heart, I haven't even seen this person, but my heart is already breaking. <laughs> oh, not, not breaking. We haven't broken up yet, but I mean, it's coming. Um, eventually the, the distance will get us. I don't know how, if this person will be able to, you know, have a drag career in Berlin, um, but maybe they'll move there for me. We'll see. Um, we'll go. These are... well... <laughs> you're hearing this, Ella. <laughs> yeah, the, your, description, your description was so compelling that I, that I need, if Ella is listening, to, <laughs> to please hold off. <laughs> and uh come Wait, to Berlin sometime I'll be there in two weeks yay um hopefully they'll come through too Berlin I'm sure they'll come through um okay so who do you think is gonna go home tonight um so I <laughs> I'm not liking the sound of this Marie Antoinette with blood in a costumey mm. way like that just it We've seen so many Marie Antoinettes, like Eureka did it in All Stars 6. It's just mm -hmm. really done. The cool thing about Marie Antoinette is if you do it well, you can do it like really fabulous and have your own take on it. But if you're telling me that it's simple, uh, no. And then who was the one that had the bad wig? That's just, it's a bad omen, man. Oh, let me pull it up again. Uh, I guess I think it was Electra. Let me just double check. Yep, Electra. Yeah, I've got to vote for Electra and Party City Marie Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, I would say similar, similar. Of course, um, I am the one giving you descriptions, so it makes sense that like first impressions are the same. <laughs> it's kind of um, it's kind of my my. It's vibe a tautology. Mm -hmm. Let's make predictions since I know who wins this episode. But you don't. But we all. I let's. I want to hear from you first. Who you think is going to take it all? Is it still Theresa May or Elevate? And then I'll give you mine. Um, who takes all? Or actually, oh, should we do that at the end? We should do that at the just, very end, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that at the very end, so you get a little bit more of uh, a picture of uh, how they do in this. The rest of this. Sorry, does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Cool. Perfect. Okay. So now let's get into the. Uh, so what's this week's it. maxi challenge? Um, is there a mini challenge? There is a mini challenge. They play okay. dirty charades. Ooh. It's hilarious. Um, they use the example. Uh, RuPaul's example was like Richard the third becomes Richard the turd. Um, and then I also know that notoriously RuPaul apparently loves to play this game during like downtime while shooting the show. Okay. I'm into this. Yeah. So it was very fun. I'm going to give you a couple of my favorites. Um, okay. one was judge booty. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm sure RuPaul loved that. I know that he loves yeah. judge Judy. Exactly. Brave shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and are they charading this out? Yeah, so they um, they pick in the in the fishbowl. They pick out whatever oh. this is. Like they might pick up out Judge Booty, and then they have to um, uh, 
uh, m- mimic it, mime it, I guess, in order for the other team to guess, or okay. their team to guess. Yeah. The Sperminator um, was another one. Uh, Is it like the Terminator? The, yep. Um, and then uh. Raiders of the Last Arse. Um, my, <laughs> I love that one. Uh, Tits A Wonderful Life was really good. Um, <laughs> I just love that because it's one of my favorite words. Tits? <laughs> yeah, it's just so wonderful. You can use it to, it's like, uh, it just brings, <laughs> it brings like vitality. Yeah, it brings vitality to, to any conversation. Just like the real thing. Um, Mary <laughs> Mary Poopins it was another one. Uh, oh, boo. That's, that's, really... like a, that's like a child. <laughs> you hear that on the playground. We oh, want something another, more elevated. Here's another good one. A Tale of Two Titties. <laughs> I figured you'd like that one. Uh, Separated by a beautiful channel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, sleeping with the Anima Robocock. My favorite, though, and not because it was good, but because it was terrible. Veronica Green had to, it was hers, and it was the curious case of Benjamin Butthole. Oh, my gosh, Robert. (laughs) What? It was, like, pain watching her try to, like. Oh, (laughs) do you know that there's a word for this in German? What is it? It's Fremdschamen. Which is like and... like alien shame. Like you just feel <laughs> so ashamed for this person that like they must be feeling shame that you take it on as your own. Mm-hmm. That was this. That was um, <laughs> the curious case of Benjamin Butthole. It was just not, it was, it was not easy. It was not easy to act out. And like, it's not like, trying to picture what i would do and i would i would go for like the thinking face emoji make that for like curious Mm -hmm. um yeah that's really like briefcase benjamin and then like point at your butt i guess i it was uh, it was it was tough it was tough to watch so (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so uh, that was fun. Uh, and I really kind of liked that as a mini challenge. Like it wasn't really, a, like I think there was a team that won, but like it was just hilarious. It was just a hilarious thing. I hope that that becomes a a, a common mini challenge um, instead of just a one-off because it was great. Okay, so Pit Crew's not there just as a mm-hmm. thing. I, I think they're coming. I don't know if they got held up and whatever. I love I don't know. the Brit. The Brit crew. The Brit. Mm-hmm. I love the Brit crew. There's one, and he's like, he's super attractive, and he has like a little bit of a not a belly, but like he doesn't have like a six pack, and he's oh, he's so cute. Little dad bod. It, no, it's not a dad bod. It's like a, it's like a. I lost all of my college weight in my twenties, but didn't get down to like when I used to play football. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind yeah. of like a. I won't eat, I eat normal food. I won't eat plain chicken and romaine just to have six packs. Yes, which is my body. And so I really appreciate it. You feel seen. I do. Representation is important. It is. Like I work out like a motherfucker, but like I still want to eat pizza. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do it for me. Wait, wait, pizza. Aren't you vegan now? (laughs) <laughs> they have so many vegan options did you know that germany has the highest percentage of vegans in the world 
I didn't. They have so many vegan. 10% of the population in Germany is vegetarian or vegan. Wow. Having it's fun like a and learning things. That's yeah, incredible. which is what this is all about. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you can eat pizza in peace without um, having to eat dairy. Cool. All right. So let's go to the maxi challenge. So the maxi challenge is two looks. Um, you have to do queen of your hometown, which we've seen mm. in the other UK uh, seasons. And UK then people second... love their hometowns. It's weird. Like I'm not, if someone was like, do a Rogers Arkansas look, I'd be like, mm. no, <laughs> I'm going to do Munich for you. <laughs> no, that was going to be my next question. That's going to be my question. So since Rogers is both of our hometowns, Robert, what would you dress up as to represent Rogers? Okay, so I'm going to paint a word picture for our listeners out there. So Claire and I went to Rogers High School, which was, our mascot was uh, the Mountie. And you may be... (laughs) You may be thinking to yourself, a Mountie, oh, like in Canada, very chic, like Brooklyn Heights, her entrance look was this Mountie look. No, we grew up in the Ozark Mountains, and our high school mascot was a hillbilly. Now, (laughs) this hillbilly wore a pair of overalls with one strap undone. He had a corncob pipe. He had a floppy hat and a very long beard. And he used to back when my mother was a student, carry a rifle and a jug of moonshine. (laughs) Oh, he's not making this up. (laughs) I'm not making this up. That is. (laughs) So if they were going to, if they were going to force me to do it, I would be a very, I mean, not chic, right? Like I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to make this a chic look, but I feel like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like the overalls, the rifle, the moonshine, the corncob pipe, with kind of like a smoky eye <laughs> could be really nice. Yeah, I think the judges would hate it, but yeah, it's a good You know idea. what, I'm just, if I'm going on Drag Race, I'm there to be me. And like, yeah, that's Michelle's going to hate me for the first few episodes and then she's going to love me because she's going to be like, you are you. so you. And be like, yeah, girl, like it took years of work for this, but here I am. Yeah, oh my gosh. What if you went on Germany's Drag Race and you did something from Rogers, Arkansas during home there? I actually have a dream of doing it, of being on like the first season. Um, I need to start doing drag first, but... I was about to say, have you done drag yet ever? I need to improve my German. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell these lip sync. Um, well, Berlin, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll have some opportunities for you. I think I could just like, yeah. Cool. Do it. Do it. Um, yeah. It, and just to color that out even more so, I, I, we literally have shirts like the little logo of the Mountie, the Mountaineer, is a guy with a cap and a pipe with smoke coming out of it. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. I it's forgot everywhere. the smoke coming out. That's a key like I have, detail. Yeah. I have mugs with it on it. Like it was on our cheerleading and dancing <laughs> costumes. <laughs> And how we just accepted it as completely normal is wild to me because outside of it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> what? It's it's like it's like uh it's like this Wittgenstein's idea of like oh shit, I just referenced Wittgenstein and now I can't come up with anything. <laughs> but it's like the David Foster Wallace idea of like if you're a fish in the water, you don't realize you're in the water. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. 
exactly. That is us. That is us and Rogers growing up. <laughs> um, so the second look that they have to do is favorite thing inspiration. So really open-ended, which I love this because it really gives everyone a chance to like show themselves, you know? Um, so I really like this idea because they can pick literally anything. Pick the, They can basically also pick their best outfit and say it's their favorite thing. So I really love that for as a challenge. So I was thinking what I would do is just quickly go through the safe queens and then like really dive into the low queens and the top queens. Is that okay? Yeah, like give me give me the names of the safe queens from yep. my reference and then I want to hear about. And yeah, also if any them. if any drama happened, like did anyone trip on the runway? No, but there's some untucked drama which I will get to. So um yeah, so Kitty's Got Claws. Okay, the safe queens are Kitty's Got Claws, our trade, Ella Viday, mm. uh, Veronica Green, and a really big kind of a pin note on Veronica Green. Um, she was kind of a look queen in season two. Remember that Medusa yes. crazy hair with like the pig the nose? Big. Yeah. And I was kind of not impressed with her looks this time around. I'm kind of surprised yeah. she was. Yeah, I mean, I think there people were much worse, but uh, I think it was not like top quality. So um, mm. I guess the good thing is at least they're out of the way, so she doesn't have to wear them again, and she was safe with them. But <laughs> there um, you go, always on yeah, the bright side here on um, this little podcast. Yeah, but uh, her favorite thing was video games, and she just wore uh, like a iridescent jumpsuit with a controller, and then mm. she was. Um, uh, like she represented cotton for Rajdale and she looked like a little mouse and just had like cotton on her. It wasn't. She loves a mouse look. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And she's so sweet. So I just, it was anyway. Um, Vanity Milan. Uh, she was the Brixton when she dressed up as Brixton with the Jamaican flag, which was cool. Um, mm -hmm. Safe. Our girl, Theresa May was safe. Um <sighs> her newcastle magpies i think uh it was like her first look was soccer football like ball mm -hmm. gown it was okay her second look however was art and it was this really nice hand-painted pop art like power suit and i think it could have uh, elevated her had her first look been equally as good so okay. i think she was i think she was high safe in my opinion okay so Teresa is high safe yeah, and then Charity Case, she was the um, Marie Antoinette. Her looks were actually incredibly elaborate, but still really um, uh, costumey. She came through mm. as Lancashire Rose, and she looked like Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors, like with scary teeth. Like she looked like a scary strawberry, kind of. Um, okay. mm. And then for her favorite thing, she did Freak Show, uh, and she dressed up as, like, an evil clown. That would be, like, with all of the creepy makeup, some, like, someone that would be in a haunted house that would come out from a corner and, like, scare you. Mm -hmm. That's what she looked like. So, again, like, I don't think it's Ella, like, it was good costumes for, like, a play. Like, they were intricate, but... I don't know. It wasn't bad, but not my favorite. So like really now elaborate appearing, though. Yeah, now appearing in like community theater. Yeah, and I would even say more elevated than that. Like 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 really, really 
like people that are really intense and good at community theater and really into their costumes, you know? I don't know. I haven't been to community theater in quite a while, so maybe I shouldn't speak You on. didn't go in Arkansas? I thought you were going. Oh, yeah. We went uh, yesterday. I'll have to tell you about that offline. It was... <laughs> <laughs> It was okay. It was okay. Oh, that's a that's an offline conversation. I'll tell you about it. Um, okay, so that's the safe. Those are the safe queens. Um, okay. Next are the low queens. Anubis uh, came out um, for Brighton. She's from Brighton as the Helter Skelter. I didn't know this. I just thought Helter Skelter was a Beatles song. Apparently, it's like um, a I think a ride. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Like I a, thought it was like a no. That was the guy who murdered people after the Beatles told him to. Yeah. So the Helter Skelter murder murders are um, Charles Manson, oh. uh, but it's yeah. I'll send you a picture of it. It's like this little. I don't know if it's a ride, um, but it's like this like thing on the pier that's like bright white and blue. It's cute. Um, we should go to Brighton to experience it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely will. Um, my boss lives in Brighton, actually. Perfect. Anyway, so Anubis came out, and actually, it was an okay look. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. But her next right. look, she said her favorite thing is sea creatures, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she wore just like a copper sequin gown with like a net over it, and her makeup was like had been so good the rest of the time, but it was so messy for the second look. She just had black squiggles all over. And then she had like a red hair and like a squid coming out of her head with like the tentacles. It just looked like she cobbled together a couple of things. And it was really kind of messy looking and just not mm. elevated, yeah. you know? Um, and and the, again, where, the, where are the sea creatures? Just the squid on her head? Yeah, and the net. Mm, I was expecting some like, you know, sea creatures in the plural. Yeah, no, just I guess squid. I don't know. Again, and you could they had this was such an open ended thing. Like, yeah, you don't. It also doesn't have to be your real favorite thing. You know, make a good outfit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, show who you are, who your drag is. It doesn't have to be you as a person's favorite thing you know i don't know if i did my favorite thing i would just go as like opera and do something outlandish with like yeah. stage makeup all of it yeah like a huge um like gown and like bosoms pushed up to your right. face and just like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. could do like a like a valkyrie look mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly I, I can see that for you with like this gorgeous red uh curly yeah like Brunhilde totally yeah Uh, oh I think I think very much um uh, Bette Midler and Hocus Pocus too like that Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah okay so that's Anubis uh next on the low is River Medway so her Mm -hmm. um Medway Kent um look is the statue of Thomas Waghorn who's a statue of this guy pointing and apparently a lot of people in uh, Kent just put traffic cones on his uh, pointing finger and his head and she's like dressed up in green with traffic cones on a traffic cone on her head it's cute it's cute it's nothing special but what she does is she 
like is pointing and then she stops and like she scoots while she's pointing and then she stops and then she walks and then she points again and it's it's actually hilarious physical comedy and RuPaul is cracking up they okay. like added in like a ping like a little ping whenever she points and then she like fakes them out it's really like it shouldn't be as funny as as it is it's but it's hilarious and RuPaul is lapping it up um and then okay. for music um all she's wearing is like red fishnets and like a crop top with like red hair and it looks like she bought a couple of things uh, mm. it's red and light blue and all of it it just has like some music notes on it okay so it's just not but strong it's not elevated. first look well strong physical comedy in her oh, first okay. look okay. yeah mm-hmm. Because I was going to say that maybe she's not going home. But on that, I don't think that I could say that. Okay. Anyways, yeah. continue. So Electra Fence is also our third low queen. She's um, from Burnley. I, ca- I called it. Yep, you did. You did. You actually did. Um, so Burnley, she's a Burnley miner, like a, a person that goes mining, works in a mine uh, shaft. Is that what it's called? The mine shop? Um, <laughs> we did not have looks... mines growing up in Arkansas. We did not. Our mine vocabulary is, pop- is impoverished. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> sure is. And it looks like a Halloween Express costume. It's like an orange crop top no. with like black cutout chaps. No. Like they look like cotton. No. Uh, dark hair and like the hat with the thing on it. Um, Wait, are you not allowed to wear cotton on the runway? You are. Uh, are but it's like it like for the chaps like it was just like they didn't oh, have any structure chaps? Oh, yeah mm. yeah cotton oh. chaps like it just what that's what it looked like um so they were just like not structured they looked like she cut them out out of some extra fabric she had and just not good but for her um uh favorite thing she dressed up as birthdays and she dressed up in this light blue kind of latex number uh that was like all really colorful with like a blonde double pigtails like definitely a young girl's like crazy birthday girl outfit giving Mm -hmm. very much like jojo siwa ellie diamond vibes like Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. bright um with like a short skirt um and then these uh pink heels and then she acted like an annoying child at her birthday with like a lollipop and truthfully it was great acting like you knew what she will like it was so I actually thought she had a really strong second look um Mm -hmm. comparatively um truthfully I thought Kitty Scott Claus I thought I don't know I think the minor outfit was so bad that the birthday couldn't um uh, wear, wear it out but I would say like Veronica Green and Kitty Scott Claus who were both safe uh, neither of their looks were as good as Electra's birthday girl so okay. um, so Electra has like a strong look going into the judging yeah she has one strong look um, but uh, I yeah yeah okay so now let's talk about the tops so Victoria Scone uh the cisgender female uh okay great love that yeah she comes out and I mean she's the first one out both times and she comes she's from Wales and she comes out as this massive daffodil and it's like architectural it looks like a structure piece yeah it's like Uh, it's like out of thick plastic I guess I don't know like 
poly. I don't know. It's, yes. It's art. It's art. I Painted. love what you're describing to me. And then she she's green on the bottom and she's coming out of the middle. It's uh, like kind of like it, reminiscent of Akira's gorgeous flower thing, but like hard plastic uh, and this open. This is great. Like if anyone like describing things that aren't buildings as architectural is just like, I want people to describe my face as architectural, like this dress, I'm glad that it's architectural. Like, it's just like, it's like when you describe things as handsome, right? Like you just know that like, it might not be, it might not be like super beautiful, but it's going to be like super striking. Yeah, it's so striking. Um, And it looks like, it looks like art. It looks like art. So it's a massive yellow. People say that about my face too. Oh, do they? It's like art. In, in Germany, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're kidding or not. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh, I'm so flattered. Do you think that I'm that attractive that people in Germany would actually say that? Thank Aww, you. You're adorable. Um, okay, so next up is her favorite thing. She comes out as afternoon tea, and she's got the levels. So she's got this big, like, uh, saucer around her yeah. hips, and then, like, uh, one on the top of her head, and then, like, this thing coming out of her head, and then she has these tea cakes yeah all on it handmade and then it's all completely done she's head to toe um up until her like uh like just her face is peeking out with like a white wig um and it's all a white and blue china pattern and it's really pretty like a like a spode pattern mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. yeah like very Girl, traditional if I don't have a registry and you need to know what to get me, I mean, like, don't get me spowed. It's a little basic, but like, I love some, like, I love some, like, Meisen blue onion pattern, mm-hmm. you know, hand painted porcelain. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I got you. I got you. Okay, so, great. yeah, that's her second look, and it's, it's, it's great. And the mini cakes are on there. It's very cute. Um, another top is Crystal Versace, our 19 year old mm-hmm. with the face. Good she girl. Comes, yeah, she comes out as uh, the Kent uh, Garden of England, uh, and she's Kent Garden of England realness, and she's in like this green garden cage, um, and so like there's greenery coming out. She's like basically in a bodysuit with like this green cage, and there's greenery coming out of it. It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's pretty good. But her okay. second look, she comes out as cats, but she's like a fashion kitty again. Very Aquaria vibes, like mm-hmm. as these little things uh, coming out of her head, uh, but no wig, like black latex beautiful face looks gorgeous uh massive collar again really structural so her waist is it's like a power suit but her waist is cinched in and it's all completely um leopard yeah leopard and like browns and like modern 80s aquaria hot fashion kitty okay i can i can get behind that i've been watching the golden girls so i can appreciate some 80s fashion perfect yes uh she's um a little bit more edgier than the Golden Girls, I would say. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. Betty White's dresses on that show were top notch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about that? The, those Met Gala photos are so funny of them. I love them. Yeah. We love the Golden Girls. Although some yeah. of the jokes now are like kind of racist, and I'm like, wow, this is what it's like to live inside of like structural racism. Where people can just make jokes like this and no one's like, why are you doing that? Oh my gosh, I was watching The Nanny um, and the way that they were talking about, like, I don't know, just 
people's sizes and like <laughs> other and like sexuality I was like oh wow the 90s <laughs> I was talking with someone the other day we were talking about the movie Shallow How in which oh Gwyneth Paltrow wore a fat suit and if they tried to make a movie where <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow wore a fat suit now um I don't think that people would be having it what a terrible movie <laughs> <laughs> i never saw it but the people i was talking to this was their exact thing they were like that was one of the worst movies i ever saw <laughs> <laughs> it really was and like you're supposed the the happy ending is that oh he loves her anyway even though she's fat <laughs> congrats congrats gwyneth oh you get jack black <laughs> holly hollywood hollywood values I know it's upsetting upsetting okay so <laughs> moving on we have one last top to cover it's Scarlet Harlot uh, she represents mm. in the first one East London and I this is another thing I learned um, to dress up as the pearly kings and queens they're called pearlies and I guess it's I pulled up a picture they're these people that wear um, I guess around East London these black and white um, suits that are covered in pearls but they're not What's the best way to say this? It's, um, uh, it does say working class on here. It's kind of looks like patches. It's, uh, um, uh, it looks like a bunch of pearl patches kind of on it. It looks fun, but it looks like, um, something you'd get at a swap meet. Does that make mm. sense? The, the original, the traditional ones, okay? No, it doesn't make sense, but, like, honestly, most... I mean, a lot of British things just, like, don't make sense. Even when you see I them, you're of, just like, I don't know what I'm looking at. It kind of reminds me of Red Hat Society, but, like, with an oh. all-black outfit, a fantastical hat, and, like, white pearl, like, motifs all okay. over their, their outfit. Anyway, My grandmother really... wanted to be in the Red Hat Society. Oh, gosh. Wasn't I don't think that, so. <laughs> you're, like it really felt like that was a thing when we were growing up. I don't know it why. Was. There was the picture book and everything. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, that gives me that um, that vibes. Uh, so she does a really elevated version of that, kind of with that hair that we were talking about, like that red kind of hocus pocus Bette Midler yes. hair. Okay. But like uh, I guess it's Queen Elizabeth hair too, right? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth hair um, with like a white face and like a very elevated black outfit with the pearls, but the pearls are all like, look, look like a corset, um, like boning, really well mm -hmm. done, really elevated. And then for her second look, she also does music, but she does it in 80s. So she's wearing like a really short, hot pink uh, dress and has this like big, really pretty, like uh, crimped hair. And then she has these, um, massive headphones on and then what she's done with like the cord is she wrapped it all around her leg and it's really cute actually mm -hmm. so it's and there's like flecks of other colors all over but it's like largely orange and pink um yeah okay so those are our okay. go scarlet yeah yeah can i give you my predictions yeah okay i forget her name but the woman and she's doing the architectural daffodil like mm -hmm. you had me at architectural as i think i made clear mm -hmm. But we'll see. Do you think she's the, the winner? I think she's the top, yeah. Who do you think is going to go home? Um, I don't have a feel. I'm just going to say Electra because of her wig fail. No, but you said she had that good second look. Mm. 
Mm, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have an idea. Okay. No worries. Um, okay. So then they go to untucked for a bit and everyone, especially charity case, the, um, uh, the, uh, freak show, feed me, mm-hmm. more feed me, um, is really pressed that Scarlet Harlot is a top, um, like really pressed about it. And Scarlet's like, yeah, you know, like, I might not have my outfits might not have the amount of effort that like your outfit does, but she, she kind of like is apologetic. And I'm like, girl, say enough for yourself. Like you don't have to like paint yourself up like a scary haunted house clown in order to win. And that's silly. If, if, if anyone tries to, you know what I mean? Like I hate the effort because her, her outfits were really elevated too, Scarlet Harlot. And just because they don't look like they were a lot doesn't mean they weren't. And some of the best like fashions don't like they look effortless. You know what Agreed. I mean? Yes. And, but like, I, so like fashion is not my thing, but what I can say is that like, if you have been successful, just own it. Like I know. you don't have to pretend like you shouldn't have gotten it. You also don't have to brag, but like, you've done well just accept that you've done well and be like look i'm sorry that you don't feel this way but like i'm happy with what i did the judges are happy with what i did and i feel confident about that i know i know and i hope that like she this gives her confidence to do that to yes, say that love but, um, confidence yeah because she she did great i thought i thought she i thought she deserved her spot i thought that the three tops were were good again with the low queens i gave you my opinion that i thought veronica and kitty uh like yeah so uh, i were weren't bad but i yeah so i could have been mixed in there too okay so um well now we get to find out they bring them all back out and they we get to find out who is the winner and rupaul launches a twist on us Okay. Oh my god, so, not a RuPaul twist. Okay. It's actually okay, and I really Okay. Instead Ooh. of just lip syncing for your life, the top two winners are gonna lip sync for the win. And that's okay, so we're gonna win. have two lip syncs per episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I'll tell you when the lip sync because I'm hoping that it's something, but I don't know if it will be. But that makes me excited because then my favorite British recording artist is more likely to show up yeah who is your favorite recording artist so this week i've been like swinging kettlebells running to kylie minogue and as an american like we don't appreciate her enough but the brits isn't she australian yes but like she's huge and she's huge in the uk and claire i'm gonna say like i prefer kylie to madonna i've gotta say (gasps) Well, I don't yep. think that's, I mean, I think as a person as well, I, I definitely, she was, you didn't watch Australia Drag Race. She was on Australia Drag Race. Oh, was she? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, a treasure. Okay. She is a treasure. She is a treasure. I hope she, uh, surely with double the amount of songs, she'll, she'll come through. Also, um, her new album is fabulous. To the people out there listening, if you haven't listened to Disco, great, 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 great album. Oh, I need to put it back on and listen to it. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, if you're doing this in your 50s, like, you're a superstar. Oh, yeah, she is a superstar. Okay, so for the win, it is 
Crystal Versace versus Victoria mm-hmm. Scone. So that's okay. They're yes. gonna, and they're going to um, lip sync to Total Eclipse of My Heart, which was what? really great. I know it was good. It was good. I was so excited when it came on. Turn around. Yeah. Was, okay. Great. It was really good. It was really emotional. Um, I think uh, so. Victoria starts by like throwing out her uh, things. Uh, mm-hmm. Her. Uh, they yeah, gotta cakes. get rid of the architect oh she was in her tea cake outfit okay yeah she starts throwing the tea cakes she's pretty she's really good though she um really they i mean it's such a good song how can you not do it well um crystal versace though i think she humanizes it a little bit more um mm. nothing um wild happens though but they are both very good lip singers so that's good and i like this because we gotta see like how well the good people lip sync and then i think it might give us more excitement leading up i hope this is a, a, or, a thing that stays or i mean like how shocked were all of we when sasha velour lip synced right. for like the first time at the finale and i mean who can forget oh. who can forget that i still get chills every time i hear so emotional and i think about her just whipping <gasps> that wig oh, that's God. another i started listening to that whitney houston album and it is solid all the way through I'll have to give it a listen to. I don't think I've ever listened to it all the way, but I listen to So Emotional all of the time. There's a really good remix of it. I'll have to send it to you. It's a good workout song. Oh, wait, no, that's not. I was listening to the one that I was listening to Whitney Houston, not Whitney. And Whitney, Whitney is the one with So, so Emotional. emotional. Uh, Whitney Houston is the one with How Will I Know. How will I know? Oh, that's good. I remember. Um, oh, what's her name now? What's it? Manila. Remember Manila's lip sync to that? That was great. Mm, no. On All Stars? Oh. I don't remember. All right. That's okay. Um, anyway. Okay. So Crystal ends up winning overall. Um, okay. I, she had the better lip sync. Um, that's fine. And, I was just kind of rooting for the architectural daffodil. I know. I know. Victoria is great. Victoria is great. But she's still on the top. You know, yes. definitely one to beat. Uh, and they can't win money. They just get badges. So it's not like. I don't Low know. stakes. Lower stakes. Lower stakes. Badge. I really wish. I guess they probably won't ever sell those badges. But yes, people sell the, Claire. People sell their Olympic medals. <laughs> watch <laughs> and their Super Bowl. You're right. And their Super Bowl rings. Watch. Yeah. Watch eBay if you want one. Like they'll be popping up soon. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. <laughs> oh, I'll have to do that. Okay. So. Who lip syncs for their life is um, Anubis and Electra, and okay. I think mm-hmm. I truly think like it's because with River Medway, RuPaul just giggled so much at yeah. her pointing that that because I don't I don't think Electra's birthday outfit was really good, like it was really good. It was elevated. Yes, but how long did Tia Coffee get kept around, even though she wasn't? elevating her drag right. last season exactly. like rupaul just loves a f- funny person exactly and i think she knows you have to have a big mix you can't just have little queens throughout okay so yeah. who goes home wait what's the lip sync so it's to little mixes sweet melody i didn't recognize it but literally no. everyone in the background was singing along so i think it's a big british pop song i know little mix is really big um and then electra 
like at the very beginning, she remember she's five two. Her center of gravity is low. I don't know if she's a break dancer. She didn't do actual break dance moves, but the way she was moving her body was like truthfully crazy. Like she was doing these back bends and then going around and mm-hmm. like like split after split after split. So like, she's lip singing for her life. Yeah, and she crushed it. So Anubis Anubis went home, and it was pretty um pretty clear cut on that. So. Now okay. I'm kind of rooting for Electra after seeing the way she lip syncs. I'm like, oh damn! I would yeah, maybe feel... she can get some. Maybe she can get some help with her wig. Yeah, exactly. Which and is her, her... Yeah, and her should be supportive. Exactly, and I think they do. I think they learn stuff while they're in there together. Totally. Okay, so um, now that you know that, who do you think will take it all? I mean, I am just for kind of like the inclusion factor uh victoria scone like you had me at architectural daffodil yeah truthfully i i think i agree with that um uh, i think i agree with that because she's also you don't know this but um she's also pretty compelling and funny and charismatic as well uh okay which you you don't get through my descriptions but she i think um i think she'll really excel in all of the challenges um yeah yeah so i think i think i agree with that although like my heart of hearts really wants Teresa may to win i'm like i love her yeah the name name deserves at least an honorable mention yeah yeah all right well that was the first episode of rupaul's drag race UK. Thank you so much for this uh, rundown so I don't have to watch it myself. Though, actually, at this point, we've been on this call for 65 minutes, so I could <laughs> watch it myself. <laughs> I, think, I think my recaps might be a little bit shorter upcoming because we'll know the queens, you know? But we had to do introduction plus yeah. the thing. So Plus the thing. You know. Yes. I mean, it's all about, as RuPaul would say, it's all about editing. You know, we got to... Yeah, exactly. And hopefully, if you're going to do, should we do Meet the Queens for Canada? So actually, Claire, I just couldn't get into the Meet the Queens. It's really hard to judge people just on like these videos. I will say, what I will say is that I loved, there's this one queen, her name was Suki Doll, and Uh she had this headpiece that was made, it seemed out of like, you know, those little bead chains that they put pens on at the bank yeah yeah it was like a football draped in those but painted and i just thought it was i just thought it was really compelling um cool yeah 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 it looks like it looked like something like very fairy tale-ish anyways what i do want to talk about with canada so now we're switching to canada's drag race so first of all i loved canada's drag race last season mm-hmm. it was so good i think that brooklyn like she kind of had a little like i don't want to say confidence issue but she was like getting her feet right as you would when you move from being a contestant to like being a judge totally um, but i thought she was a great judge great host and so i'm really excited also like that woman can serve a look it's crazy oh my gosh she's beautiful it is nuts now what the tea is, is that we've had some judging changes coming up for Canada's 
Drag Race. Oh, really? Yes. So Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is gone, as is mm. Stacey McKenzie. Ugh, I love Stacey. This is what I was going to say. Like, I am so sad Stacey is going. She is like, you just look at her and you're like, this is a woman who knows herself, is comfortable with herself, and also, like, is comfortable enough with herself that she doesn't have to tear anyone down. Like, she can just be supportive because she knows that, like, love is an unlimited quantity. And the more you give, the more you get. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm really sad to see Stacey go. Me too. And I thought she was compelling and gave good advice. And, I mean, her runway walk. Yeah, wow. of course. I mean, And anyways. Jeffrey was i i like him i like when he pops in as a guest star uh like uh i think of all stars three when he was like the Mm -hmm. bachelor contestant i think he can be really fun and compelling i don't think judging was the right place for judging full-time at least was like the right place for uh him to be because he's more of a guest judge vibe you know? In contrast, yeah, I think in contrast to Stacy, like he, you just get the sense that he's like still trying to find himself as a person, which is like, you wish him all the best, right? Yeah. What I yeah. found out though is that one of the reasons he left is because he said that he was getting racist abuse on Twitter from the Drag Race fandom, and oh my gosh, that that's just breaks just my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think, like, was he the best judge? Honestly, no. But, like... No one deserves that. Yeah, yeah, no one... No one deserves... No one deserves any sort of abuse, but why are you, like... Especially Especially, racist abuse. It's so cheap. mm -hmm, It's very cheap. Like, it's so cheap. Um, And especially in relation to a show that's supposed to accept is about inclusivity. This is what I'm saying, Claire. This... Yes, exactly. Like this podcast, we are not going to be tearing people down because like no. I won't have it. That's not the point of this. The point of drag it's also is not that fun. Like it's yeah. not fun to do that. Like this It's is... so true. We've talked this about this before. Fun. Yes, we have we this show is fun, but I think for you and me, like we've talked about this before is that and it, like Stacy is a good example is as you grow into yourself and become confident and like know who you are, like being mean to people just isn't you don't need that validation for yourself. Yeah. Nope. So we're not having it here. No. Nope. I agree. New judges are Tracy Melchor, who you will remember as a guest judge. Possibly. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. She was really supportive. We really liked her. She was Canada's squirrel friend. Okay. Okay. Then we've got Amanda Bruegel, I'm going to pronounce this as my art history degree would tell me to. Okay. Um, I don't know who she is. Apparently she's on The Handsmaid's Tale, but all I have to say is like, good for you, girl. Like, good luck. And then we have Brad Goreski, which is not Wayne Gretzky, oh. which would have been the most iconic <laughs> Canadian thing ever. <laughs> I know who um, Brad Goreski is. I don't oh, know I'm who glad he is. He's... Um... Okay, he's a stylist. He used to be uh, Rachel Zoe's 
uh, I don't know if assistant is the right word, but he was on the Rachel Zoe project for a very long time. Oh. He like he's actually a very good stylist. Um, you guys and, used to make uh, me watch this in at university. Rachel Zoe, yeah, yeah, we had Bravo running on a constant loop. <laughs> but he's 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 married to Gary Janetti, and Gary Janetti is the one that does the hilarious uh, Prince George um like memes on his instagram have you seen those no you know me and so for the listeners out there one thing you should know about me is i live the life of a hermit i don't have social media um yeah i, find, I, send, I go to I bed at eight o'clock exactly claire claire and drag race are my window into popular culture <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it's so true um, okay well have you heard that uh uh, show on HBO Max. He he. Gary Janetti's also a writer for Family Guy. I guess that's an easiest way to. Uh, oh, you know I love Family Guy. Yeah, and he he just developed a new show called The Prince about Prince George, and he's like the full writer on it. So that's who Brad's married to. But Brad's a really good stylist. Um, yeah. Great. So we wish Tracy, Amanda, and Brad the best of luck, and we wish mm-hmm. for Stacy and Jeffrey like all the best. Go yeah, out there and get absolutely. it. Absolutely. Jeffrey can call me if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, he's very cute. He's, very he's cute. really cute. Um, Stacy can call me too. She'd be a great friend. Oh, yeah. Please teach me how to walk in heels like a supermodel. I feel like Stacy would go to like the symphony with me. Surely. Surely. She seems like she's, you know, she knows how to suit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 1000%. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is there anything else we should talk about on Canada's Drag Race? Do you know when it starts? It starts. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't read this. If you hear me <laughs> typing, it's because I'm at my computer and I'm going to look up when it premieres. Okay. It's got to be October. Oh, I think it's like October 15th because it's right when I moved to Berlin. October 14th. October 14th. Okay, so we have one two three more weeks so i'll keep on recapping uk you give me any hot gossip on canada's drag race between now and then and then uh i thought they were closer together but i guess not so we'll start canada and we'll overlap a little bit but hopefully by then my recaps will be much shorter (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, All right. We gotta we gotta make them short for the people who are you know kind of like the news recap. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Again, when we're not meeting all of the queens, all twelve of them, I think it'll be, I think it'll naturally be shorter. All right. Well, I think I probably have to say, for legal purposes, this show is not, is not, does not have any. I'll have to look up the right thing to say. This show is in no way. Uh, in cahoots <laughs> affiliated affiliated there you go affiliated. <laughs> I couldn't make up that word. you're the lawyer i know i should have written this out i i'm coming up with it off the fly um this show is in no way affiliated with rupaul's drag race viacom mtv vh1 well presents well presents plus what else we got itv bbc at any other place, Netflix, and any other place, RuPaul puts this out. <laughs> We're big fans, RuPaul. Don't send us cease and desists, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you will. He's too busy on his farm mountain, Wyoming, drilling for oil. Cracking. 
I take it back. <laughs> All right, Robert. Well, thank you for joining us. And if you are listening, thank you for joining us and tune in next week. We love you out there in Radio Land. Kisses. Bye. Bye.